It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, joined by my dear friend, colleague, and a man that's been doing this with me for a long, 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 long time, more than some of you have been born. That is the great Johnny Shop, terrific journalist, great attorney, and we love having him on each and every week. Johnny, Raiders 2-0 under Antonio Pierce. They should have beaten the Giants. A loss to the Jets would not have been embarrassing as good as that defense is. When you look at what the Jets defense has done to several good quarterbacks, Aiden O'Connell fared better than any of them. Uh, I thought it was an encouraging win. It was a good win. It was a game they should have won, and they did. Big win. What's your thoughts on the Raiders? Surely it was a a pretty wild ending there, but uh, my thoughts were – Everybody got to see this game, and they probably all thought a lot of the same stuff. Number one, there is talent on the Raiders. You know, we heard earlier in the year from different broadcasts, the national ones, that, look, this is not a team that doesn't have talent. What I liked that I saw was a very clear effort to get the ball in the hands of the best players. That was pretty clear. Adams, Jacobs, let's go. Let's get those guys the ball. Let's make sure we get accomplished the main idea that we want to get accomplished. While the offense struggled a bit, they're going up against the Jets, who probably have a Super Bowl defense if they're running well and if the rest of their team is there. You can't tell me, and nobody should be able to tell anybody out there, that the Jets' defense is playing as well as it would have if their offense was complete and if Aaron Rodgers was healthy. That's not the case. So I do think that the business was taken care of I think that there's some positive momentum with the Raiders and their new head coach and 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 their new offensive coordinator. When we look back at this, I think we don't want to underestimate that there's a pretty big change too. It's not necessarily all a criticism of the last offensive coordinator. It's more a praise of the new head coach. You guys want me to be the head coach? Head coach, okay. These are changes I want to make. Those changes have worked so far. And we are turning a big page, as we've talked about since the summer. This schedule looks different for the next month or so. Now, I think there are three games that when I look at in my, and you know when I, I've done this for years, so you know this. When I look at any game, there are 10 components to every game. And then I go off who has the majority if I think who's going to win. If it's if it's five five, I always go to the home team. Um, now not my components, but just in my opinion, after analyzing this game, if the Raiders played the Dolphins in this exact situation ten times, I think the Raiders would win three. 
it's matchups. And the matchup here with the um, Dolphins and the way they attack aerially is not good for the Raiders. But you got to get contact on the receivers. You got to be physical with the quarterback. How do you see this weekend playing out, Johnny? It looks very difficult on paper. You've got a rested Miami Dolphin team coming off a bye. You've got a Miami Dolphin team playing early. I still think that matters a little bit. Now, it shouldn't at the pro level, but it sometimes does. I th think it does. Folks, just look at the stats. This is the best offense in the NFL so far. It's going to be very difficult. You're going to want an outstanding day for the Raider pass rush without any question. You're going to want Tua to make some mistakes, but you understand going in, this one is looking like it's going to be uphill. It's one thing to play the Dolphins, to play the top defense in the middle of November in the NFL. It's another thing to play them after they've had a bye. Look out for the first half. The Dolphins are, you can't knock anybody out in the NFL, but they're going to swing hard and try to put the Raiders too far behind. One of the biggest keys to this game is going to be avoiding getting in a hole quick where your offense has to do what it doesn't want to do. I mean, you go down 14 nothing quick, 21 nothing especially, that is going to be a hole where you just can't run the ball. You're going to have to throw with a rookie, and I – I think the rookie can throw, but when they know that he's throwing, they're going to pin their ears back, and it's going to be a nightmare. Um, I want to go on and get into some other subject. As you know, I was the first national reporter to report that I was hearing Bill Belichick, if he didn't get to the playoffs, was going to lose his job. Now everybody's talking about it as if it's a done deal, and here's the deal. Clearly, he's failed as a general manager. And I still am hearing he's done, which I think everyone else is. I believe he will find a job very quickly in the NFL. I don't think he'll find a job where they let him become the general manager. What do you think? What's easier? Is it easier to say, hey, Belichick, you can't do this general manager thing either. We need somebody else to come over you and GM. Is that easier in New England, or is it easier for him to go elsewhere? It's definitely easier for him to go elsewhere. He's seen Brady leave, which means it can be done. You can go on. And, yeah, the interesting thing is what kind of power is he going to have? And how long is he planning to coach? Is this a thing where I'm going to be the coach and GM, and then I'm going to hand off the coaching reins in a certain number of years? Is it going to be wide open-ended? I don't know. I mean, you obviously see the Washington football team in there for many reasons, geographically maybe number one. Some folks know the Belichicks are spent a bunch of time in Annapolis, Maryland, which is not far from Washington, D.C. Terrific. Terrific time to be back with a new franchise. They're going to get a new uh, stadium, new name. All that makes theoretical sense. Does that new ownership want to hand those reins over twice? If not, where can he go try to pull that card? I would want to know what the game plan is for Bill Belichick and what we could contractually get him to agree to. But I am with you. First of all, you're way ahead of the curve. The curve is now like, it's like almost a wave crashing now. And what options does New England have? I don't know. Can't be easy to expect that Belichick's just going to be wide open to, okay, I'll hand over all this responsibility 
unless it's like a figurehead, he's handing over the responsibility and he's still doing the work. The bottom line is uh, he hasn't done a good job at it and he has a tremendous record when there were other people doing that job. Let's see some smart heads prevail on this one and be careful out there if you're Washington or any of the other teams. Be careful what you trade and be careful what you get in for because, look, the clock ticks the same for everybody. Bill Belichick is not 55 years old anymore. I was told today by a senior NFL league source, and I'll be glad to tell you who it was when we're off air, the only owner that he thinks would let Belichick do it would be the Chargers. And I thought that was pretty fascinating. I thought that was very, very interesting. And uh, I would find I would get a kick out of that. All right, let's keep going, Johnny. Recently, another media outlet reported this, but I think it's it's a topic of conversation that in today's NFL, it's just a matter of need, not luxury. You got to have two good quarterbacks. Imagine how Cleveland feels letting Josh Dobbs go. Your thoughts on two, the need for two quarterbacks? This is where it is now. This is where it is now. And it's not just the 17-game schedule. It's a combination of everything. It's a combination of players bigger, faster, stronger than they were decades past. It's a combination of quarterbacks needing to be dual threat, which I think we can accept. Yeah, I think it's a must now. Again, I'm going to be the guy waving the flag for expanding the rosters. They've already kind of done it with the quarterback. Expand the whole damn roster situation, number one. But I'm looking at it now as, yes, we must have two quarterbacks or more. I'm looking at it now as more than half the teams in the league should be thinking we're going to draft a quarterback next year because of the way the rookie scale works and because of the situation that you're in. I saw somebody say, arguably, Cleveland has a championship-level defense. I don't know about that, but I know what chance do they have when the drop-off from one to two in quarterback is so far. And yeah, you don't want to make a mistake with Josh Dobbs, an incredibly polished and smart guy. Everyone around the league knows that. All of a sudden, he's in a playoff hunt himself in Minnesota with a brilliant move to pick him up. And you're telling Brown fans, whoops, we let this guy go away earlier when we're bringing a quarterback in who didn't play a whole lot. And, you know, every quarterback has potential durability issues, but this is a dual threat guy also. This is bad for the Browns. It's a wake-up call. It should be a big wake-up call to the league. You better have two guys on your roster that can start. I'm not saying they're starting quarterbacks, but you better have two guys on your roster that can start. And if you're a team maybe that has none that can start, maybe like Atlanta, ooh, it's going to be tri pretty tricky, pretty difficult to go anywhere in the league. Let's talk about rookies. Um. I think clearly the Houston Texans have the best class. They've got three rookies in contention for rookie of the year. C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, wide receiver Tank Dell. I mean, what a job D'Amico Ryans and all the brain trust in Houston have done. It's been a long time since we were able to say that. What a job they've done. What a haul, John. The folks out there that saw this show in the summer, they know. We talked about it. We had big lists out there. Hondo right down the middle with the rookie of the year on the defensive side uh, candidate with Anderson. B. John Robinson's been great as well in Atlanta. Yeah, man, the Houston's Texans have somehow turned this thing around. They had a really good roster. 
almost 10 years ago or so during that hard knocks era. They had J.J. Watt. They had guys on the offensive side of the ball. It looked like they were going somewhere. Maybe they didn't quite have a quarterback. And then what happened when Bill O'Brien took both roles? So what a reboot quickly. And I'm telling you, when I saw the story, we might have talked about it. When C, when I saw the story that C.J. Stroud had like 30 different handshakes with individual players, I thought, huh, that side of the ball is probably in pretty good hands. We know the other side of the ball is in pretty good hands because of who Anderson is. Right now, the season's not over, but you've got to take your hat off to the Houston Texans. They have evaluated and selected very, very well. And they may well indeed have two rookie of the years. Whew, that's a pretty quick turn for a franchise that looks did it last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, and look, I how how bad was this franchise? I don't want to dump on Lovey Smith, but Lovey Smith was horrible at the University of Illinois, got fired, and that's the guy they ended up hiring, and he wasn't able to do this kind of stuff. This is an incredible turn. If you've got leaders that young with potential on both sides of the ball, maybe the 20s look pretty good all of a sudden. The mid-20s, yeah, late 20s. I'm going to tell you, Lovey Smith was a better coach than what you saw at Illinois. That's a difficult job to win at. And last year with Houston, that one wasn't on him at all. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I know some things behind the scenes. That wasn't on him at all. So let's talk about it. I made my preseason prediction of Will Anderson defensive Rookie of the year and Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson's looked really good. I think Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders has looked very, very well. I don't think he should be in contention for rookie of the year. I'm not saying that, but I think he has. Devontae uh, is a guy, uh, Witherspoon, the Raiders really liked a lot. Corner, he went five to Seattle. <clears throat> He's a guy they really like. And again, I thought I think it's just been an interesting rookie year, rookie class. I like how the Raiders, Antonio Pierce is playing the rookies now. I like what's going on with all the rookies in the NFL. Your thoughts? A couple other really exciting ones. Uh, Puka, of course, with the Rams and Jordan yep. Addison. We talked about him. I I threw him out there as a rookie of the year idea. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba is still out there, although he hasn't made a massive, massive impact in Seattle. But I think what we've seen is really some skill players, even even Tank Dell for uh, for Houston. What we've seen is some skill players that I mean, you can call it fresh legs or, or no injured bodies yet, but they have made an impact. And um, also Gibbs, of course, for for the Lions, he appeared to be the running back most ready to maybe complete the season well. And all of a sudden, because of the way the Lions are playing, he may be playing in some pretty big games with some pretty important carries. John, before we go, we see what's happened with Antonio Pierce. We see with Dan Campbell firing some assistants in the middle of the year. It used to be conventional wisdom was you don't do it. Well, conventional wisdom, I think this year is being proven wrong in the NFL. Your thoughts? I almost think that what happened with the Raiders uh, and how they responded might have been a pushover for for the latest move of Ken Dorsey going. You know, way back when it's a bigger deal when a coordinator gets fired who's earning a hundred or one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. Let's be honest, it's not as big a deal when somebody's getting a half million dollars a year. It's just plain not. I don't have a problem with it. I think the trend is going to be more going that way. In the old days, some of us older guys 
we're thinking you do all your hiring, firing in the offseason, you wouldn't make a change during the season. It now almost seems like the clock's beginning for coaches when the season begins. So I don't know if this is the last move we're going to see this year. I don't have a problem with it. I think we as fans need to become more used to it. And I think that the Raiders' success here early, and let's see what they do. Let's see what they do between now and Christmas, and then let's see what they do after. But uh, I think that what has happened with the Raiders is probably maybe, if anything, encouraged Buffalo mm -hmm. to say, hey, we can make that move. And whoever's next to make one, why not? Especially if you are in a situation. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're a head coach and you know you're not coming back next year because the owners are going to move on. Let's say you have a lead assistant who's been up for head coaching jobs before but hasn't had the experience as a head coach. Maybe the franchise says we're going to fire the head coach now, or maybe in a weird way, the head coach somehow slides over to let that assistant mm -hmm. take over and run things. We may see that in a city that we've already talked about. Possibly, I don't know. It's something to watch with Washington because we know where this is going. Does anything unique happen between now and the rest of the year? I agree. I want to go back because this will show our age. Mm -hmm. but when Brett Bielema was coaching Wisconsin and remember like one game into the year, it may have been two. He fired his offensive line coach and moved to GA there ended up having a big year. And I remember covering it and saying, I thought it was the right move. And I, I had coaches call me. How can you say this is the right move? This is the end of coaching. This is terrible. Well, you know what? No, it wasn't. No, it was ahead of the curve. It was a big deal at that time. Wisconsin was was running big, and I think they made it to another uh, Rose Bowl that year. Although Bill didn't win any Rose Bowls, that was a forward-thinking move. And in the college game, I feel like the it, the clock is shorter. Obviously, there's only 12 games versus now 17. Um, but that's a that's a more earthquaking move at the college level. That should not be an issue at the NFL level. Again, especially with the dollars that are getting paid, these guys are running a business. It's a win-now operation and league, and it just feels like it's getting to be more win-now as years go on. So I wouldn't be surprised to see this more often. I'm sorry, Steeler fans out there. You're saying, why didn't that happen for us? Maybe someday the Steelers will make such kind of moves because we all know that there's a lot of blame Canada out there. This is around the NFL, so we can't just avoid that. A lot of people in Pittsburgh, they, they wish they had made that move in week two. A lot of us were asking, why in the world were, did Mike Tomlin hire Mac, I mean, hire Canada? That makes no sense to me. All right, John. There are three big games left. Uh, excuse me, three games left for the Raiders that I think they're going to lose. And when I say I think they're going to lose, that means seven or more of my components have them losing six or less i think it's going to be competitive i'm curious this game i think between this and the two chiefs games this is the most winnable although i do think they could maybe sneak one in against the chiefs i don't think any of them are long shots i'm going to make that real clear i don't think any of them are long shots but i think it's going to be super difficult what's your prediction for sunday Sunday, I think it's going to be rough. I think it's going to be 33-13 Dolphins. I think your fear is so valid. My fear is that the, the Raiders get down 
beyond 17 to nothing. I think the first half is going to be really difficult. The Dolphins are going to look as good as they're going to look all year. And I think this one gets out of hand too soon for any kind of comeback. So, yeah, this one, I, I this is the one I see most difficult to compete for, for the reasons we talked about at the top. Yeah, I said it earlier. Um, I thought 21. I think 17 is more than number three scores. And absolutely. All right. I'm doing very well on our four weekly four. So let's yes. talk about this week's four picks. Now remember, we're not talking about spreads. We're just talking about straight up winners. We're talking about straight up winners. We're talking about the featured foursome, the four most interesting games of the week. There are some obvious ones this week. We might as well start with Philadelphia at Kansas City. Eagles, probably a little more to play for in this one. Chiefs, Coming off the bye, coming off trips around the world. I like the motivation of Philadelphia this time. Just a little more than I like the Chiefs off the bye. I like the, the extra motivation of Philly just a little more. I'm going to tell you, originally I was all Chiefs on this because they were the home team. But I think all the attention on Travis and Taylor is starting to wear on some people. I'm not going to get into publicly why I feel that. I'm going to get into that later. So I'm going to go with, change my original pick. I'm going to go with the Eagles here. There is an interesting game because I don't know what the Broncos did, but they've like flipped the pancake over and they got a bunch of gifts, et cetera. The Broncos are hot right now. Thankfully, the Raiders don't play the Broncos because the Broncos now versus the Broncos, the Raiders will see at the end of the year. I got a feeling they're going to be very different. Minnesota has to win to try to stay in the playoff pictures. The Broncos, they don't have anything to play for, but they are rolling well. Thus, the interesting Vikings at Broncos. I mean, the Broncos are going well right now. And I, to yeah. his credit, Wilson did a bunch of the little dink and dunk, and then he threw the nice little rainbow ball, and somehow the Bills found a way to lose it. But they're going well. And the Vikings, they have to win. I am such a big Josh Dobbs guy. I'm going to have to go with the Vikings here. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the Broncos have to come back to earth a little bit. But that that's why I think that one's an interesting game. Um, Cincinnati at Baltimore is the Thursday night game. It's naturally interesting. Ravens. I mean, it's it's getting it's getting it feels like something big is coming for the Ravens. Um, sometimes I I worry that Lamar is going to get hurt. It is a good home environment. The Bengals have been going very well. You're sticking with the Ravens on on the short week. I might as well go with the I might as well go with the Bengals. I think this one should be tight. This one. This one should be the best Thursday night game of the year so far. I mean, come on, should be. Um, and lastly, we have, because of the injury in Cleveland, I think that Pittsburgh-Cleveland game is, 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 not, is not quite as good. I do think Tennessee and Jacksonville is interesting, and here's why. You have to look at the standings. The Jaguars slipped a little bit. The Jaguars have people Thanks. on the field. They have to win. That's why this is interesting to me. I think they will, but this is a game for the guy with the big head and the big hair to start putting his foot down. The Jaguars have to win this one. That's why I think it is more interesting than Pittsburgh or Cleveland. I like the Jaguars too, and I'd like to see them do it big. This is a, a step for the, this is a maturation step game for Jacksonville. They need to go take care of business and keep their position for the playoffs. 
Once you hit a setback, don't take a step back. Get ready for your comeback. That's right. That's what they're looking for down in the low country. Yeah, I agree. He is the great Johnny Shop. He is a great contributor to our Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. He's also the host of his own podcast, the Spartan Pride Podcast, on the Fans First Sports Network. From all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.